Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. This time, we're going to talk about parts of the body. And uh, I think it was such a great idea Carla had uh, because the poem at the end of the unit that I was planning on reading probably next week, as we'll let you do it over the week, is about body parts uh, in a way. It's totally clean. Don't worry. It's a nice poem, but it's, um, well, it's not necessarily a nice. It's, it's a kind of a funny poem, um, but it has to do with body parts. So uh, it's kind of fortunate that Carla said that when she did, because it goes right along with this unit. But let's look at these body parts. And you all got your notes, I hope. So uh, those of you that get the notes anyway. Hair. Hair. The word for hair is capilli or capillorum would be the genitive plural. Capilli, because, of course, in foreign languages, and this is true in French, and I bet you it's true in Spanish. I can't remember. The word for hair, when you talk about someone's hair, is plural because you really are saying they're hairs. The idea is you don't just have one hair on your head. You have a whole bunch of hairs on your head. So in French, it's cheveux. And I bet you in Spanish, it's plural also. Is it? Uh, well, it's yeah. pelo in, yeah. in Spanish. It's yeah. Pelo. Yeah. And, and, and it isn't plural then. Yeah. It's no. hair. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, in yeah. uh, in French, but it's there is a cabello. Cabello, that might, yeah. Yeah, that's there right. is the cabello okay. like to wash your head as to wash uh-huh. your hair. So, mm-hmm. and then in okay. Italian, it's plural. And in French, cheveux, of course. Yeah, plural. right. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Latin, it's plural. Now, you can talk about a capillus. We had that, didn't we have that basic sentence a long time ago? Etiam capillus unus abit umbram suam. I think we had that sentence, meaning even a single hair casts a shadow. I think we had that basic sentence at one time. But uh, so you can say it in the singular if you mean a hair, one hair. But, but if you're talking about hair on people's head, several words in Latin. One is this is the one that's most common, capilli. But another one that you sometimes see is um, uh, crines, C-R-I-N-E-S, which is plural, meaning hair. And there's another one, caesarius, meaning hair. So there's a couple of them uh, that you could use. And I don't really know the difference, but this is probably the most common one. Of course, English, what do we get from this word? Capillary. What's a capillary? It's a vein, uh, uh, like a... Well, it's like a vein, but it's, yeah. it's, why do you it's think small, it's, though. it's very yeah. thin, very thin. <laughs> it's actually what arteries and veins, capillaries go between yeah. arteries and veins, don't yeah. they? So right. very thin, very is that thin. Where the word, is that where the word catheter comes from or is that not? No, I no, think okay. catheter comes from, hmm, I should know that. Sorry. I should know that, Greg, and I can't, right offhand, I cannot think. Of that, but I'm going to look that up next week. Sorry it's good about question. that. No, 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 no. Please, please, always ask. Um, of course. Um, uh, well, I guess that's the main words we get from this word for hair. So it's it's a good word. Copit capilli. Now, caput capitis is the word for head. Uh, by the way, I gave you the genitive singulars of all these words so you could see the English derivatives. From mm-hmm. this word, we get capital. You know, like the capital is the head. Uh, of the uh, government or whatever. And a capital offense is an offense for which you could lose your head in the olden days. 
anyway, when they cut people's decapitate, decapitate to yeah. take your head off, uh, and so forth. So, cop put. Um, I thought this next word is interesting, uh, even though you probably won't see it much or you might not use it much. Frones frontis, meaning forehead. And that's where we get the word front from. Mm -hmm. uh, frones frontis. So it's a good, good word. Uh, we get the, I guess we get the word front and we get the word frontis, a frontis piece on a book or something is the beginning page. Auris, auris, auris is ear. Now, if you want to make it plural and talk about your ears, auris is the plural. Auris is the plural. Auris is the singular. And you know, it occurred to me, one thing I should have put in here and didn't, and I will put it in the next notes, is how to say something hurts you, like my ears hurt. You'd say, auris mihi dolent. Dolent means they grieve me. They're grieving to me. Auris mihi dolent or auris mihi dolet. My ear grieves me, hurts me. It's the uh, same in Spanish. Spanish. Me duele. Me duele la oreja. Yep, yeah. yep. Very similar. Um, now, um, this word auris, of course, we get, what words do we get from this? Can you think of any? Oral. Acoustic. Oral. Oral. Yeah. oral. oral, but oral. Like, oral. Yep. Oral, oral. Yeah, meaning oh, he, yeah, you a, hear it. You yeah. hear it. Oral, oral. They always talk about learning languages in oral mm -hmm. and oral, speaking yeah. and listening to them. And um, probably, Oculus, audio, I'm sorry, you know, audio, I'll, you know, the, the verb probably the verb. is related to it is, right. it is, yes, it is, yes, uh, yeah, auditory, or, yeah, auditory, okay, yes, that's right. Oculus, oculi means eye, and so if you uh, want to say your eyes, you would say oculi, and this is where oculi. you get mm -hmm. things like binocular. Mm -hmm. Binocular is like what you can look, you can look. You have glasses that you can uh, see two different, th two different, uh, like reading glasses or distance glasses at one time. Uh, bifocals, I guess they call them actually. But a uh, binocular is something you can see out of both eyes. Right. And inoculate, I think, has to do with your eye. I don't know if they used to give you a shot in your eye. I think maybe they did. Uh, uh, Oculist. Oculist. The, the ocular of a telescope is what the eyepiece, right? Where you where you put your eye on the telescope. Mm -hmm. That's called the ocular. Mm -hmm. um, I had an ocular hemorrhage once, which means you have a hemorrhage in your eye. Mm -hmm. So anything that's related to ocular has to do with your eye. Um, ocular, uh, well, I guess that's macular degeneration. It uh, nasus nasi means nose, and you were mm -hmm. saying. Uh, in Spanish, it's what? Naso? What is it in uh, Spanish? It's uh, na nariz. nariz. Nariz in Spanish, okay. and Linné in French, yeah. and il naso in Italian. Naso in oh. Italian. Interestingly like enough, Asian. Spanish, the word for Spanish for nose looks like the Latin word for no nostril. Naris in Latin is oh. the word for nostril. Ah. That yeah. Os is the word for mouth, and it's uh, os. Oris is the genitive, so we get the word oral. Anything oral has to do with your mouth. Now, you talked about in Italian and in French, you have buca and bouche. And so mm -hmm. there is a Latin word for mouth, and it sort of means your cheeks, your mouth. It's kind of a common Latin word. It's kind of a word you might see in a comedy or something. And that's the word buca. Buca, like shut oh. your face. That kind of thing. <laughs> that means, that means yeah. mouth. 
And there's uh-huh. a, if you oh, want to play a game, there's a funny game. There's a verb buco, meaning to yell out, to call out. So there's a game that the kids used to play. Buka, buka, quote sunthik, which means yell, yell, how many are here? Meaning how many fingers am I holding up? You have to guess. Uh-huh. So you go, buka, buka, quote sunthik. Uh-huh. So that is related to mm-hmm. that word buka. Um, you spell that B-U-C-A? B-U-C-A, yeah. Uh, okay. That's like yeah. in Spanish, it's boca. Yeah. Boca, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Danes is the word for tooth, and we get the words like dentine, like your dentine mm-hmm. gum mm-hmm. is for your teeth. Dentine of your teeth is a part of your teeth. Dental. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Lingua. I'm sorry. Question? No, I said, uh-huh. And okay. lingua word is dientes. Is what? Dientes. Diente in, in Spanish? Dientes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't in okay. French. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me one second. I'm sorry. Here we go. Uh, lingua. I think in Spanish, Carla, isn't it lingua in Spanish? Lingua. No, it's lingua. No, it's lingua. How do you spell it? L-E-N-G-U-A. Yeah, L-E-N, not L-I-N. But in it, Italian, yeah. it's lingua. Is it? Yeah. When I first started writing to you, your, your email was something like lingua learn or something. Lingua, I kept putting, lingua, I kept wanting lingua, to put lingua. Yeah. To yeah. put lingua yes, and my, um, it, it sometimes auto corrects in the spell check, <laughs> lingua learn, and I have to yeah. go back and change it. But yeah, it's, yeah. Um, and, and does this come from, is it the same word tongue as language too? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yep. long yep. in French. Yeah. 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 It could be long. language or it could be tongue, your actual tongue. Yeah. It could yeah. be either one. Right. Although I'm trying to think if I've ever seen, yes, it can be language because lingua barbara being yeah, foreign. Lingua barbara. foreign well, well, in Spanish, the word for ling- linguaje is language. Lingu- yeah. Linguaje? Yeah. Lingua, and then the yeah. GE. Yeah. yeah, linguaje. Yeah. Okay. Good enough. Good enough. Uh, Mentum menti means chin. Uh, I don't think we get any mm. word from that, but that's the word for chin. Anyway. Wow. Here's one that Ninette thought Spanish, was. Spanish, kind of you got menton. Oh. Really? Yeah. And right. what is it in French, Carla? It's oh, monton, wow. isn't it? Monton. Uh, I yeah. Monton. Yeah. That's a good one. That. Yeah. Uh, what is it in Italian? I bet it's mento or something like that. I bet it's something like that. I don't know. Uh, facies, faciei means face. And of course, you get facial. Mm-hmm. From this, as well as the English word face, you get a lot of, uh, I mean, you can see how that word goes mm-hmm. right along. Now, there are two words for neck, and I honestly don't know the difference between them. Uh, you can use either one. Colum, coli. And I don't know that we get any word from that, but this next word we do. Carewix, carewickis. The cervix is the neck of the uterus. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. Body, and that's where they get the word cervix mm-hmm. from. It is neck. And mm-hmm. so... Sometimes you see the word Sarawick, oh, yeah. Kerwicks, and sometimes you see the word Colum. I'd say Colum maybe is more common. Maybe Kerwicks is a bit more poetic. I don't know. I know Virgil uses Kerwicks. 
Well, you get in um, cuello in Spanish and um, yeah. el colo in Italian. And the interesting thing is collar is something you put around your neck. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, to remember yep. that yeah. word. Yeah. I'm trying to think right now, and I cannot think I'm having a senior moment. What's the word for neck in French? Oh, wow. I, I know it. Col- uh, cool. 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 Uh, cool. Cool. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. You're right. Um, Humerus, humery. And sometimes this word is written umerus. I've seen it both ways. I've seen it with umerus and humerus. It means shoulder. And of course, you talk in English about your humeral bones, Mm -hmm. uh, your humeral, or your humor. And that's your shoulder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brachial. Yeah, in Spanish, it's hombro. Hombro. Mm-hmm. Okay. H-O-M-B-R-O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost like hombre, but it's hombro. Yeah, hombro. Yeah, hombro. Yeah. All right. El hombre tiene un hombro, right? Brachium brachii means arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, brachial. There is a word brachial, but I don't, I think it means like your arm bone or something. Right, but you're not right. seeing too many derivatives from this in English, but bra in French, uh, in French. bra and brasso in Spanish, in Spanish. And braccia in Italian, braccia in Italian. So, okay, mm. very good. Here's one I don't think there are any derivatives from, although maybe French. I can't think right off. Cubitum cubiti, meaning elbow. Oh. Um, mm. elbow in French. What is the word for I've, elbow? Mm. Cou- uh, I know, and I can't think of it. Uh. C-O-D-O Odo in, in Spanish. Spanish. What is it in Spanish? Odo in Spanish. Odo. C-O-D-O. Odo. I know what it is in French, and I can't I think do, of it. I do, and it's on the tip of my tongue. I know, I know I, me I, too. I know. I We're getting think. to be seniors here. And <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, I've seen it, and uh, because the French, it seems to me they eat with their elbows on the table more than we do. They I do, think. Yes. That's <laughs> correct. Uh, Manus, of course, for hand. Mm-hmm. And that is where we get uh, manual, mm-hmm. manual dexterity. And of course, French, mm-hmm. ma, Spanish, mano, is it? Uh, mano, yeah. Mano, mano, mano and it's feminine Italian. in Spanish. It's, it's really weird because and then in, in French, ma, ma. Yep. It, it's feminine here too because it's fourth declension. But you know, I've got a question about this. I was looking at this and you have manos and then you have it written again. Again, with the accent on the U. Yeah, yeah because so, in, in fourth declension, the genitive singular is long U.S. That's so the is the singular. pronunciation? Um, no, manus, manus. 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 I just asked Lady A what, how to say elbow in French, and she said um, coudre. That's exactly Sounds right. Like, yeah. You're right. That's what, it, what is. it is. Coudre. I know it's called something. Yeah, I yeah. did too, and I couldn't think of it. Coudre. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. Uh, I wish they had one of those. I wish Lady A would do Latin. If you ask I know. her to do Latin, she'll she say, said, I, I, I don't translate Latin. Latin. I wish she would do. I tell I you, know. Latin is the be cool. boy of these languages. No matter what machine you have or what dictionary, they never do Latin. They don't even no. know. You have yeah. to use Spanish if you want to read Latin with any kind, or Italian if you want to read Latin with with a speech with a voice, because <laughs> you just can't do it otherwise. 
digitus digiti, finger. finger. And this is where we get digit because the Romans counted on their fingers, remember. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, digital. anything digital is either has to do with numbers or might have to do with, with your finger. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes. Uh -huh. And that's why digital. le droit in um, yeah. French has the G, you know, before That's exactly I right. Latin, you might not right? know Oh, why. you're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's then why. in Italian, it's 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 and in Spanish, it's dedo. Yes, dedo. What is dedo. it in Spanish? Yeah. Dedo. Here we at 20 past the hour. D-E-D-O. 20, uh, 20 past or 20 of? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you said 20 past. I'm no, sorry. 20 you, of. 20 of. Okay, sorry. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm really losing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Pectus. This is a word where you get your pectoral muscles. Right. right? Oh, yeah. And that's your chest mm -hmm. muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stomach. Yeah, they stoma. share pecho. Pecho, yeah. Quatrine. Uh, Quatrine. Yeah. And then yeah. petto in Italian. Mm -hmm. Right. Stomachus, stomachi means your stomach. Or there's another word, winter, wentris. And you can use either one. And as far as derivatives, of course, stomach. Yeah, estomago. Uh, estomago and estomago. But then you also have ventre, you know, j'ai mal au ventre. Oh, yeah. You have two words for stomach. Right. They you also do. use the word panza for a stomach in Spanish. Too, panza is like a, a belly, like Sancho Panza with the fat. Yeah. Belly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, in, yeah, in Latin, that. there is a word for belly in Latin, too. Uh, ooh, ooh. Momentum. And I can't think of it. Um, ooh, I want to say momentum, belly button. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but no, but there is another word like uh, I can't. Oh, I can't think of it. But it, it, you're never going to see it anyway. But <laughs> I'm uh, curious about something. Is the um the okay estoma um the um venter ventris is that the inner stomach whereas as you know the other word is that outer or is there any difference or is it I, one vulgar latin and one classical latin because the french i don't know both. i've seen them both in classical latin i have seen them both uh i think stomachus is more likely more common there's a story in latin about all the parts of the body going on strike against the stomach <laughs> and I think they oh, use no. the word stomaco. I think that's the word. Uh, yeah, that's a cool story. This guy uh -huh. is trying to get the plebeians, you know, the plebeians are the commoners of Rome, not to go, not to just, they, they've gotten mad and they've said, we're not helping the country anymore. The enemy's invaded and they're not going to fight. So they go off to a hill and just stand there. And so this guy comes out and says, once, a time, once upon a time, all the parts of the body went on strike against the stomach. Because everybody said the stomach does nothing and we do everything to feed it. The hands bring the food to the mouth and the feet go to get the food and the teeth chew the food and the tongue licks the food and the throat swallows the food. And we do. And the stomach just lays there and takes all the food in. So we're not going to help it anymore. And oh. in that same way, the whole body perished. And so the point wow. he was trying to make was don't go on strike against us. We got to stick together in order to, you know, to get back to your <laughs> so it's a good funny. little story. Um, tergum means back, and I don't think we get any derivative from that. Uh, I don't think we do. Nates means buttocks, and I did not know that word until mm. I just now did this exercise. I've mm. never seen mm. that word that I remember anyway. Not too. Uh, 
Let's finish with nalgas. Las nalgas. In French, we have derriere, and that's sort of mm-hmm. <laughs> that's nice. nothing like. Yeah. Um, Genu. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, inguen inguenis means groin. The only reason I gave you this word was because you sometimes hear people talk about having an inguinal hernia, right? As opposed to a um, what is it, inguinal hernia, or like. Uh, I can't think what you call the ones in your stomach. Uh, um, abdominal. Abdominal hernia. Yeah, the inguinal hernia is the ones in the groin. And so you might see that word sometime and you might mm-hmm. wonder, you know. Mm-hmm. Cruis cruris means leg. Um, and I don't think we get anything mm. from that. I've never seen anything. No. Genu oh. genus means knee uh, genuflect. If someone mm-hmm. genuflects, they kneel down. Oh, yeah. Genu- yeah. Mm-hmm. Bend, then they bend, bend their knees. What yeah. Bend. Yeah. Of course, in French, French genou, genou, Spanish, rodillo, rodilla. Sorry, and it's you know, there's nothing. Well, yeah. yeah. Really, that's nothing like it, is it? That's different. Yeah. Totally. Different. I know. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. Pace pedis means foot, and you get the word pedal, pedometer, pe- mm-hmm. all that stuff. Well, in Spanish, you get pie. Yeah. Yeah. Eat. Now, if yeah. we were in class, what I would do right now is point to parts of my body and say, what is this part? But we can't do that in here because you can't see <laughs> it. So, how would I say head? You remember? Caput. Caput. How would I say hair? Capelli. Capelli. How would I say eye? Oculus. Yep. How would I say ear? Aris. Yep. How would I say mouth? Os. Yep. How would I say nose? Nasus. Nasus. How would I say tongue? Lingua. Lingua. Good. Lingua. How would I say tooth? Dens. Dens. Face. Facies. Facies. T. By the way, in case you wonder, that's a fifth declension now. We haven't done much with fifth Oh, wow. That's why it looks so weird. How about chin? Mint. Mentum. 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 Not mens. Mentum. By the way, there oh. is a Latin word, mens. Mens, mens meaning mind. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm teaching the body parts, I teach that we play Simon Says in the language. In, oh, oh, yeah. Cool. In French, we used to play Jacques D. Yeah, Jacques D. Jacques D. Touche la. And we, we had a teacher that could really do it fast. Touche la tête. If he didn't say Jacques D. Touche la tête, then you got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we used to do that. We, uh. used to do that. we could do that in Latin. Tange caput. Caput tange. Who would say? Jacobus dixit. Yeah, we should do that maybe. Wow. Next week. Maybe you could show us how to say Simon says, and then these would all be accusatives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, and yeah. that would be interesting too, because some of them are the same, being neuter, some of them are different. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, neck? How do we say neck? Coley. Coley. Carewicks or coley? I was going to say in Spanish, you also get the word, it's quail, but you also get the word nuka. N-U-K-A, you know, nuka? For the neck. Really? Mm. Uh-huh. Don't know. Don't know that one. No. Of course, I don't know yeah. much Spanish. I, don't, I only know enough Spanish to be dangerous, but. <laughs> uh, shoulder. Rockies. 
Okay. No. Umerus. Oh, Umerus. 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 Yeah. Umerus. I keep Umerus. on making a silent H. I could be in French and Spanish. Oh, yeah, well, I know. Remember, yeah. in, Spanish, in Latin, you're lucky because Umerus is also used as well as Humerus. I've seen yeah. both. <laughs> Elbow. Elbow. Cubit. Cubitum. Cubitum. Okay. Is that where Cubit comes from? Like, like in the Bible, you build what? it 50 cubits by... Now, you know, that's a very interesting thought. Um, maybe it's the distance from the beginning of your arm to your elbow. elbow. I wonder if it that's is. That's, about I eight eight. that's, what, I, that's what I had always heard that it was. That could very well be. That's very good, Beth. Yeah, oh, that, I Beth. believe that's right. I bet she's right about that. Mm. I bet she is. Um, how about that finger? Digitus. Digitus. Good. How about hand? Manus. Manus. Good. How about stomach? I got two of them. There you got Ventum. Ventum. Ventair. 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 Stomachus. Stomachus. Um, Tear back. Almost Okay. Hand? I don't know if we did hand. Yeah, we did. Minus. Okay. Uh, What about uh, butt? But notus. Notus. Good. Notus. It's plural, by the way. Notice. Yeah. It's plural. Uh, It's Spanish too. Let's not. Yeah. 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 Whereas in French. No, it's derriere. There's a, a medical term for it too that I can't think of in French. And it may be plural then. Oh, too, yeah, I, I can't think plural. of it either, Carly. Yeah. The thing always tickles me. I had a teacher one time say he was in biology class and some kid was reading aloud and didn't know that word. And it's, he said it's something about the butox. Oh, butox. <laughs> so he always used to say, okay, guys, get your butoxes out here. You know, <laughs> butoxes. Oh, no. Now, my father used to call it the gluteus maximus. Well, now, oh, that's yeah, an interesting yeah. thing, Carla. That's, yeah. I always that, heard that. You yeah. know, I always heard that. And I tried to look that up in both Latin dictionaries that I had. I tried to look up <laughs> gluteus, and I couldn't find it. Wow. I could not find it. I don't know one of my dictionaries is, is very modern, like it's supposed to be to help modern, you know, show how Latin relates to modern type mm-hmm. words. But I could not find that. They still so, have well, that word. And they he used to the always glute. say, get your gluteus maximus down here. Get that uh, word no, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I thought that I really thought that was a word that we could have used for it. I but know. I could not I, find it. Wow. And it well, wasn't they, in yeah, those my conversational Latin book either. So, you know what? I stumped my linguistics professor with it, too. So. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sure linguistics. it's right. Mm. I'm mm. going to try to find it. I haven't given up on it. Uh, I'm yeah. going to try to look it up online. Wow. I don't understand. Maybe I spelled it wrong. Is it G-L-U? There's gluteus minimus, gluteus medius, Maximus. and gluteus maximus. Maximus, yeah. How do you spell it? G-L-U-T? I think it's G-L-U-T-E-U-S. Oh. G-L-U-T what? G-U-L-T-E-U-S. Oh, glu- yeah, that's what I looked up. Oh, okay. Okay. But I, I'm going to look again, but I, I try because I really wondered about that. I know. I did. Uh, before we get off the body, uh, what about your clavicle? Uh, I, I want some help with that. I'm sure that it means little. I think it might mean something like either little hollow or little key. I'm not key. sure what clawa means. Like clave or. 
Well, yeah, I'll look that one up for you, but I bet a dollar that's what it means. Because whenever you see the L-E ending on something, it means little. Like moose muscle means little mouse. A corpuscle means a little body. Well, Caligula um, means little boots. Yep, you're exactly correct. <laughs> uh, dro- globule means little globe. Globe. Little globe of something or glob. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, leg. Mm. Oh, uh, this one is weird. It I is know. because there doesn't seem to be any proofs. Proofs, no. Here. Now, one I could have given you if I wanted to take the leg apart, so to speak. I could have given you tibia, mm. which is the word for your shin bone. Oh, yeah. Mm. And mm-hmm. the reason it's called oh, that yeah. is it looks like a flute, and that's mm-hmm. the word for flute. And then I could have given you there are two forms of this word: famor. Famorous mm-hmm. or famen, feminist, meaning mm-hmm. thigh. I mm-hmm. could have given you Fem- either of those two, but I didn't because they're, they're a little oh, confusing. Yeah, yeah. Gen- what about gen- t- um, the toe? Um, you know, a lot of languages use the finger of the foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what they would do here. Digitus pedis, I, I believe, is what Digitus they would do. Pedis. I don't think they would use a separate word for it. If there's a separate word for toe, I have never seen it. It and it's funny mean. in Spanish, like el dedo del pie, and in the big yeah. was el dedo gordo del pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. The big toe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yet yeah. the thumb is el pulgar. So when you think of uh-huh. el pulgar del pie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, knee, of course, genus, or genu, genu I'm sorry, um, pace, foot, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to teach you a little bit about adjectives. And this is for some of you that have never had a foreign language. This is going to seem like a real weird thing. Those of you that have had some foreign language, this won't be so bad. But an adjective is a word that tells which, how many, or what kind of. And it has to, therefore, be able to modify the, the word they use or go with any noun to be able to explain it. And that means that if you have a masculine noun, you have to have a masculine adjective. You have a feminine noun, the adjective has to be feminine. If you have a neuter noun, the adjective has to be neuter. Singular has to be singular. Plural has to be plural. And I give you the whole declension of the adjectives, which is just like your first and second declension, just in full form. You know. However, it's tricky. It's not too tricky if you have two nouns that look alike and an adjective that looks like. So, example, magna puella, a big girl. That's no problem. Magna servus, a big slave. That's not a problem. You can you can figure that out. But what happens if you have a second declension adjective going with a third declension noun? Well, you've got to know what gender the third declension noun is, and then make the adjective agree. And the trouble you've got you guys have is that you don't always remember what gender your third declension nouns are mm. how could you you don't have a dictionary to look them up with, I'm sure you know. and the and you can't tell by the ending so i'll be a little gentle with you about uh mm-hmm. about some of these because it, it's hard to know in your situation without having a book to refer to mm-hmm. um but like then you have the pain words and i don't we have these i guess in every language you have words that are that look like they would be feminine or masculine mm-hmm. and they're not Right. Um, I was trying to think. I know in French we have some that end in consonant, and you would think they are masculine and they're really feminine. There's at least a couple words like that. Well, or we, some that end in I and E and they're masculine. It doesn't happen often, but you do see it. 
And then we have stuff that's derived from kind of like Greek and French and Spanish, like we have tema or tem, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that gender is going to be changed, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And yeah. and so so um, um, you have the pain words poeta meaning a poet. Agricola meaning farmer, incola meaning inhabitant, and nauta meaning sailor. And if you spell them out, P-A-I-N, and they're going to be a pain because they look like they're <laughs> feminine, but they're masculine. And there's actually a couple other words. There's one other word I could think of, the word for charioteer, auriga is another one. They're words that to us are male, male words. Women's mm-hmm. lib wouldn't like that, but to us, a poet is a male, mostly. Um, a farmer is a male. A sailor is a male. An inhabitant could really be either one, but it, but often it is masculine. So that's why they do it. So those words will look feminine, but if you use an adjective with them, that adjective has to be masculine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like if you want to say a big sailor, you have to say a, a magnus nauta. Okay. Magnus now, I didn't mm-hmm. go into in this. I thought I gave you enough trouble without <laughs> going into the position of adjectives but basically it's it's just about the same in french in mm-hmm. a way and spanish most adjectives come after the noun they go with yeah unless yeah. you're reading a poem in which case they can go anywhere but um bags that old that old expression bags you know that expression beauty Age, Age, goodness, goodness, and goodness size. size. <laughs> Those adjectives go before the noun. So, like bonus, maltus. Oh, you have those. That's right. I, I'd forgotten mm. that they are in Latin, too. Yep, mm-hmm. they are. And it works for French and for yeah. Latin. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the same mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Now, if you put them after, it's not going to be the end of the world if you were writing a Latin sentence and you did, but it would just emphasize it a little bit different. And what's really cool about Latin is, and I'm going to show you this in another another exercise sometime, in poetry, they can put the adjective anywhere. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's next to the noun it goes with. So, for example, what if you had a sentence like this? What if you had a sentence, magnus agricola, mm-hmm. uh, os habet? That means the big the farmer big has a bone. Has a bone. Okay, but what if I said... Magnum Agricola Os Habet. I could do that in Latin. It's in poetry. Mm. Wow. Okay, that would mean the farmer has a big bone, and the word magnum is going with os. Oh, wow. And that would create a really weird atmosphere because then the farmer is surrounded by the big bone, which he has. <laughs> so you can make little word pictures like that in Latin. 